1: where Joe and James will be discussing all things good, bad, and ugly regarding training and nutrition. So pull up your pants, put your best foot forward, and get ready for some serious oral pleasure. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Joe and James.
0: Stay! Nutrition. Chewing the. facts, Podcast. Episode 41.
1: Boom!
0: I forgot what we were doing for a Smooth second Smooth as you like. Joe! What is the subject today of this live Facebook video slash? What a big spot! Podcast. <laughs> neat, N- non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Not about people being neat and tidy, like our office. No, which is why we're going filling up as much space as possible <laughs> because it looks like. Our office is run by two 15-year-old boys. Looks a bit like we live here. We enjoy right. playing Dungeons & Dragons <laughs> and masturbating. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, <laughs> I thought was going to say that. It is. Brilliant. Yes. Thank cool. you. Cool. All
1: right, so, big things. Big things with a neat. Big things. Always, Fat Loss is, you know, our bread and butter. Our Whole grain. <laughs> bread and no, That's a bread and butter. Right up.
0: Alice! Candy, candy, candy. Ninety-nine. Sorry. Neat. Go. Right. So obviously, when we're talking weight loss, fat loss, whatever you want to call it, it's going to come down to create a calorie deficit. So that is going to be a combination of improving your food choices and also exercise. So I think people get very kind of strung up with what they should be doing in the gym, what routine, high knees, high knees, high knees, etc. What Perfect fucking fat burning protocol time, it is whereas your meat, your non exercise activity, um, can play a massive part in how many calories you burn per day. Yes,
1: yeah, so if you look at how much most people actually go to the gym, it's not that often. I seem to think the facts are I think when we were at Virgin, it was like the average gym membership was 1.2 visits a week, and Virgin had something like 1.8. There's an awful lot of people who I knew who were smashing out four, five, six, seven sessions a week, dragging those numbers up. So the average gym membership usage is one session a week. Most people will kind of say, I was thinking about this when I was walking the dog, is I'd say oh, I do five sessions a week, but then that's five at the most. Realistically, it's probably four most weeks. Sometimes there's one, two, or three, or sometimes zero. So the average is actually going to be loads less than, than you think, unless you're tracking it really accurately. So what I'm saying is, you're not going to burn that many calories from your gym usage on average if you look at what most people actually do and you can then have a big impact on how many calories you burn from your output just by adjusting your needs so how much do you move around not a lot yes a lot of people this is the thing is genetically determined so some people are quite twitchy people they want to get up and move around other people aren't so Then it has to still become a conscious action and then it needs to be one that is sizeable enough to bring about progress because a lot of people will already be taking six thousand steps a day or ten thousand steps a day or more. You know what the best thing about Virgin Active was? Go. Alice Candy.
0: Bosch. Um yeah, so you just need to think about top so prime examples. Me, and me you, Me and you, yeah, so we used to work full time in the gym, so you'd be on your feet pretty much all day. You'd be Warming up with clients, you'd be teaching classes, you'd be foam rolling, you'd be doing demonstration stuff. So I neat you know, I kind of daily steps, our daily activity, daily moving around. You know, carrying dumbbells, loading up plates, unloading leg presses that fucking people
1: had left loads of plates on endlessly, finding the twelve and a half kilo dumbbells. Yeah, wandering gym.
0: around trying to find uh, a set of matching dumbbells um, would be really, really high. And then when we stop sustain, we sit down for twelve hours a day, if not more. Yeah, barely move. So then Joe's needs much higher than mine because he has fen dog to walk around whereas you know some days I might average 3,000 steps unless I consciously go out and do something get a few butt yes yeah, so it's gonna be different for everyone but it's all gonna add up you know so someone who has a very active job say a laborer or you know someone who a lollipop lady or oh man lollipop person will be much more active and have a higher expenditure of meat than someone who works you know like me sat at a desk these days so what can you do about it? Be more active. Park further away in the supermarket. Get up and walk around. Get a standing desk. There's lots of different stuff you can do. Just be more active. Like, you know, it's it's not just about hitting 10,000 steps a day. That is one marker of kind of the non-exercise activity that you can do. Um, just
1: generally moving around will burn more calories. It's a good one. I think this isn't really relative to our clients, but it's pretty interesting is if you look at I'll be the judge of that. when kind of people try to go on stricter diets and lose more weight mm-hmm. is that one of the key indicators that you'll see change is their needs is their steps will drop dramatically so you see this with people when they're trying to do like bodybuilding shows and things like that because they're so tired and their calories are so low is their needs will drop drastically which then means you have to drop your calories further so just keeping your eye on a step count when you're dieting can be a, a good tool to have so you can just ensure that your getting close to the same amount of calories burnt as you used to. The other problem is if you are 100 kilos and you drop down to 90, suddenly that 10,000 steps a day is going to be burning less energy because you're carrying around 10 less kilos. So actually you need to do more steps to make sure that your neat calorie burn is exactly the same because you've dropped so much weight. And this is one of the issues that people have when they're kind of dieting strictly. I don't think that's so relevant to our clients because most of our clients don't restrict their calories to that degree because they're not trying to get that lean. but it's interesting to know and that's something to keep in mind and ultimately I guess the other, another caveat to that is when someone starts and they're, they're big and they're unfit and they're going to struggle to to burn many calories is that those steps are going to be really hard work so people will say you're to take 10,000 steps a day if you are a 10 stone woman who is 18 stone you know if you're carrying 8 stone more than you need to you're going to struggle like that yeah, and you're to used to only doing two and a half, three thousand 3,000 steps a day your heart and lungs and legs or, and joints are really going to struggle to to cart that around because it's so hard and this is the thing when people say eat less move more well yeah cool but if you're putting less fuel in the tank and you're trying to burn more you're going to really struggle you're going to be really taxing your willpower because you're going to be hungry all the time and that's why it's the approach that we have where we want people to eat more nutrient dense foods works well because often you see it to eat less move more things great and eats really good I've had clients I've had friends do endurance events and get fatter because their food's shit they start running more then they eat loads more of the wrong types of foods or foods that aren't optimal then they get bigger and this is the problem if you take anything in isolation if you say walk more that's cool but what if your food's crap and you end up then having worse cravings and eating more calories because you're not going to burn thousands of calories you know we're talking a couple of hundred here if you look at your steps over a day that does add up but it can also be undone quite easily too
0: yeah I think that's a real common thing I've seen kind of in gyms you'll see people who will uh, join a gym and then maybe for the first kind of two or three months they might get some okay results you know they'll lose a little bit of weight they'll drop a bit of timber because they're increasing their output so they do more exercise but until you kind of get that one two punch of increasing your nutrition or increasing your nutrition quality taking control of that and increasing the output or your exercise quality then you're not really going to get anywhere um, I think the 10,000 steps thing I think people see it as some kind of like magic formula mm. When it's not, you know, it's just a, a simple benchmark. It's not like, you know, you're doing 9,999 steps and your body goes, nope, not going to do anything. And then you take that next step and then it goes, right, let's burn some fat. You, if you step backwards, does it go Yeah, back you go backwards. It's uh, reverse, reverse walking. Um, Tons of glutes more. Ah. Um, you know, so if you've got someone, like Joe said, if you've got someone who's 18 stone, but not 18 stone of muscle, so they're carrying a lot of excess weight and they're regularly doing 3,000 steps a day, then they could get away with doing you know, 4,000, 5,000 steps a day. They don't have to hit specifically 10,000 steps a day, a day, I can't speak, 10,000 steps per day to get a result. It's just a unit of measurement. You know, it's the same thing we say when you track your training. It's not like you go, right, everyone has to squat 100 kilos. You start off where you're at right now and you focus on increasing that. So if you're regularly doing 3,000 steps, just look at increasing that, don't think, well, I have to hit 10,000
1: steps. I have to triple my steps because it's just going to take up so much time. You probably don't have time in the day to do that. At least not straight off the bat because it's just not a very. And it's not necessary. It's, yeah, it's not a realistic part of your routine to then add in an extra 7,000 steps. So, yeah, there's a, a good point well made. Yeah, so neat is just, it's everything. You
0: know, It's you wandering around chasing the kids. It's you know fidgeting. It's everything that you do in the day that's, well, funnily enough, non-exercise related so it doesn't you know I think you know we get a few clients especially with being in summer holidays now so we deal with a lot of parents a lot of busy parents a lot of busy mums, a lot of busy dads and they might stress out and say well I've got the kids so I can't make it to the gym okay just focus on being more active you know take the kids to the park run around with them you know set up a little mini assault course in your back garden go play
1: razor wire included
0: yeah go play razor wire go play with a frisbee you know I um, have kids out for a long walk a nature walk Go play Red, do- Red Dawn. You've got to Red Dawn. It's okay. Russia's in bed, America. Um, you know, whatever you need to do to be a little bit more active. Now, it might not be as optimal as going in and crushing, you know, a big full-body waist workout, but it's something. It's still going to burn those calories. It's not essential to always get into the gym. It's great, but it's not always
1: essential. I think it's then good to look at the mindset or the, the flip side of this, and sometimes we'll see people say, yeah, you know, I've had two glasses of wine and a dessert, but I did some gardening today. Yeah. And it's just important to look at the whilst it is the minutiae and it is the smaller part and it does have an impact, is it's not going to then undo larger nutritional faux pas, should we say. So I I sit quite a lot of people go on holiday. I've been walking quite a lot. So hopefully that's going to counteract some of the damage. Right. Six bottles of sangria. It's probably one of the most oh. Inaccurate, inefficient, destructive mindsets because then you get people coming back from their holiday thinking they're going to weigh in lighter and then they're up six pounds, they're absolutely devastated. And you just need to be aware of the minimal impact that it can have sometimes because it's not going to automatically undo a large calorie surplus. Like, even if you are hammering the steps and it is twice what you normally do, or you know, you see people up at 20,000 steps, is that if you're drinking four the times amount the amount that you normally these, these, Calorie dense foods are so easy to stack up very quickly without us realizing that that's kind of one of the, the bigger things that I see where people are kind of there's a belief about what meat can do for you, and it can do quite a lot for you, but it's not going to save you from you know a serious calorie intake. But yeah, it's like um, a cash icer where
0: you earn you put like a hundred thousand pounds in and you get a hundred quid at the end of the year. Yeah. It, you know, it does add up, but it's not going to, like Joe said, you know. Walking two miles in a day is not going
1: to get ten flakes, Or even probably two. That's yeah. the sad thing. It's such a small, you know, when you take and you look at how calorie dense some foods But that out. doesn't mean that it's useless before everyone just goes, well, fuck it. I'm not going to move <laughs> my just bed. Sit sit <laughs> I'm going to sit drink. going to become a
0: bed imp. Um, it's just about being realistic. So, yes, you know, we encourage people to move more. Uh, move as much as you possibly can but then you need to watch your food intake as well because you know as we said before your body loves like a state of homeostasis and I say if you spend that day doing a lot of gardening or moving house or you know being super super active just like you know your used to say you work up an appetite your body wants to get back to that level so if it goes right if your body thinks I'm down 800 calories here I'm in a massive deficit it's going to send loads of hunger signals to get you to eat more food so then it's just making sure that you kind of Replace or you, you kind of negate the hunger feelings by giving yourself some decent food but
1: not just replacing all the calories. It's quite limited progression wise as well. Would be another point to add on that is that once mm. you get to 10,000 steps, it's going to be quite a large portion of your day walking. I think my average is like six or seven, and that includes like an hour with a dog. So if you're going to double up, that's two hours, including all my just steps just moving around. Then how much more can you do before? You know, the biggest issue we see is time. We say most people get to the gym once a week they more time than they'd be able to go when I mean, probably still wouldn't but it's a nice idea so it's then looking at what's going to what's going to hamstring you it's going to be probably your lack of time so then you need to get more efficient with your workouts you need to be able to burn more calories in the time that you have there's only so fast you can power walk so it's going to become a point where the returns the time invested are diminishing and you would be better served getting fitter getting stronger doing something of a higher intensity where you burn more calories both during the workout and afterwards, so I think yeah, for me,
0: knee is it's obviously very important. It's great little kind of um, side investment for burning calories, let's say. Uh, but it's not the be all and end all. It's not going to transform your physique. It's going to help you drop some weight. It's going to help burn some calories overall. That but it's, maintain, yeah, it's not necessarily something. It's something to be encouraged, but it's not something to rely on as such. You know, like you know, Joe said, we have a lot of people. There's a kind of a, a, a confusing line for some people between activity and exercise mm. so we'll get our clients to report with their exercise so they might send us the ways that they lifted or the classes that they've done or you know an idea of the exercise that they've done over the day and then sometimes they'll say I did two hours of rigorous housework that's activity you know that comes underneath that's not exercise as such you've probably done that every week it's, yeah this is the thing is it the needs thing. to be something on top of what you normally do so you've got your kind of your base level of activity that you do like Joe said you know his six or 7,000 steps that he does with Fenton and moving around so that's you know what he's doing right now that's kind of going to maintain his weight so if he wants to start losing weight from that
1: activity then he needs to increase it so then he'll have to go to you know 10,000 11,000 steps yes exactly so it's just kind of looking at where you're at right now and then making adjustments from there because I can't then if I was Say James, the client, then saying, "I've been doing loads of activity. I've been dog walking. I've been dog walking for the past two years, two and a half years. It doesn't really, you know, that's kind of been and gone now. I'm already getting the benefits of that, so it needs to be something else on top of that, like James says, to get a bigger calorie burn."
0: Yeah, just like the progressive resistance, or so just like when we say weight training. Again, going back to that, you know, if you normally squat 100 kilos and you want to get better and stronger at squatting, then you're going to have to lift more weight because you need to stimulate, you need to challenge to change. Mm. there needs to be some
1: kind of stimulation or some kind of reason why your body will adapt and ultimately meat on the whole isn't going to force that because it's just not that challenging so whilst you'll be burning calories your heart rate's never going to be that high you're not going to be taxing any of your, you know, your muscles to any great degree you're not going to be breaking down muscle fibres that's not going to take any energy to recover from it's just energy work You know, a bit like the list stuff We're walking a treadmill and a cross trainer, on a bike stuff like that it's just going to run down calories glycogen but it's not going to you know, massively change your body you know, you see people saying I've got DOMS is this causing me to hold water weight well, probably not if you've just been walking cause you've been walking most of your life so well, all of it I imagine well, not all of it the majority of it first year probably is so enough give or take
0: <laughs> yes yes so we're not poo pooing me we're not saying it's the be all and end all it's something to bear in mind it's something to be conscious of it's something to encourage
1: look at your straps Um, it's a very good place to start isn't it yes if you aren't sure what to do or you've not done any exercise or you're really nervous about the gym then definitely look at your needs the first step on that journey to getting fitter and healthier is it going to get you necessarily fit, healthy and lean probably not is it going to help you yes and just like everything else,
0: track it, monitor it, adjust it if needed. So like we said, you know, if you track your steps for a week or two and you get an average, all right, I average out three thousand steps per week, then you don't need to hit that kinda of blanket figure of ten thousand steps per day. It's just a because be fucked yeah it's just a number like I said it's just like us saying uh, everyone needs to be able to bench press 60 kilos and squat 80 kilos and deadlift 100 kilos 1800 I calories yeah it doesn't it doesn't mean anything it's just a blanket statement it's something you could aim for but if you can only squat 10 kilos then you're never going to start squatting 80 kilos mm. you know you're going to have to build up to it and there's no need to yes happy a happy I think we rambled through that enough mm. Borderline static. Right, thank you very much for listening, watching, viewing, um, stalking. Don't forget to like, subscribe. Um, if not, just spot might get worse. Thank you. Good night. God bless.